All right. Hello, hello. Nate and Julie are back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. Oh my gosh, guys, you have no idea how busy we have been. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You Seriously. Can't even breathe. But uh uh it's been a learning opportunity though. Yeah. Definitely. For sure, but most importantly, we are back with another podcast. Back in business, back in business. Woo-hoo. Uh so what did we speak about last time? Things well, that we subscribe to? Yes, we spoke about things that we subscribe to. It was actually really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to be talking about things that we don't subscribe to. Okay, okay. So, baby love, start it off. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to be speaking about is unhealthy independency. Mm. I feel like that's super relevant, relevant in our days. Mm-hmm. Um especially in our society that really values independency mm-hmm. on success, um, on wholeness. There's a lot of people out there that make claims that we don't need people. Yeah. Right. We can uh, go up the corporate ladder, you could say, alone. Yeah. And um, I mean, from a biblical worldview and from a biblical context, we really see the opposite of that. We really see that life is found in community. Mm-hmm. Life is found in wholeness. And we're even seeing this uh, this distorted view on life in the church. Yeah. Where you have people that are now claiming and um, that you don't need the church. Mm. Especially after COVID. Yes, especially after COVID. People that claim that they don't need to attend a local church yeah and so what happens uh, that person thinks that they can grow in isolation they can grow apart from discipleship they can grow apart from having a spiritual leader mm-hmm. or having people that love jesus by their side yeah. discipling them in the church context yeah and so we've come to the time where we really have to battle against uh false teaching paul had to do that yeah right the whole new test um not the whole New Testament, right? But you, you're going to see the letters of Paul, the letters of John, the letters of Peter, the epistles. They're dedicated to dealing with problems in the church, mm-hmm. right? They're written for a certain context. They're written to respond to a problem that was happening in that region and in that church. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like us as young adults leaders us as associate pastors us as younger people in the church uh we really need a fight for the local church yeah we really need to get people grounded in a local church mm-hmm. and um i feel like part of our difficulty as well is that there's been so much manipulation around that mm, talk more into that so a lot of leaders have uh in my humble opinion right and honestly, I have to guard myself against this too. I'm not putting myself on any pedestal or I'm not superior to anyone at all. But uh, us as leaders, we really have to guard our hearts from trying to manipulate people to come to the church. Mm. Right? You, you just see things like, oh, God's not going to bless you if you don't come. Mm. Right? Um, God's not going to bless you if you don't give. Mm-hmm. And so we put these people into a religious spirit and we try to put on them 
a religious teaching that on uh, that ultimately pushes people away and gets people living in fear exactly and fear can only hold you for so long for so long yeah and the thing is there is no growth in fear yeah and there there isn't and so what we need to do is we need to come at it with a biblical worldview according to the gospel and why why is community important yeah first of all i would say that we find the importance of community in god himself mm. we know god to be a trinity he's three people in one so he's a community in himself right yeah so he's a father he's a son and he's the holy spirit he's just not he's not just god the father yeah he's not just god the son and he's not just god the spirit he's actually three people and so we see the importance of community in the nature of God himself. Mm. So that our theology of of um of the church has to start in God himself. That's why the church is a gathering of people. It's a community. Yeah. You can't be a gathering of people alone. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that we are all members of the body and collectively we're the body. So you cannot say biblically I am the church. No you're not. You're a part of a member, but when you're with the body Right? When you're gathering. Sorry, he just totally reminded me of Pastor Ray. <laughs> <laughs> when you're gathering, that's when you are the church. Yeah, that's true. And also what we have to, sh in, in another way, is guide people to not think that church is the four walls. Yeah. You know, the, a, a building is just a building when people are not present in it. Mm -hmm. It only becomes a church when the people of God unite in that place. Exactly. And so honestly, I mean, there's uh, a biblical worldview for why we need uh, community. And that really, really gets on the nerve of people that think that they can make it on their own. You can't. Right. I, I, I always like to say that the enemy, he thrives in isolation. As soon mm -hmm. as you're isolated, that's where he does his best work. Yeah. And and we've spoken about this in other podcasts, too. And it's and it and. If you see yourself in a church and you're like, you know what, this is not for me. I prefer doing things online. Why well, can watch preachings on a Sunday? My preachings, I can go to Stephen Furtick's church one day and then go to another church on another day and then watch CFN the other day. So it's like, but really who's leading you? Yeah. Who's helping you? Who mm -hmm. is guiding you? Because mm -hmm. that's so important. And the fact... And like, I don't mean to sound too direct and don't take this the wrong way, but if you're not able to submit under a leader, then it's a you problem, not a church problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So check in your heart and see why is it that I can't hear the truth from this person? Yeah. Why is it that when there's certain things that are said in a preacher, there's certain things that confront me, why is my first reaction is to ang get angry and not come back? Yeah. So that's a you issue. That's something that you need to see within your heart, within your mind. Ask God to reveal that to you because it's so important and it's so easy to point fingers Yeah. when sometimes you just have to look within yourself and say, why am I acting this way? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's many factors on why people distance themselves. You know what? There's always the classic argument. Oh, I don't go to church because there's, there's a bunch of hypocrites there. <laughs> Oh, I don't go to the church because I um, got into a fight or I got into an argument or I don't agree with this and I don't agree with that. Honestly, people have this false expectation of trying to find perfection in the church. You're never going to find it. Like as long as there's people inside a church, 
there's going to be failures. There's going to be imperfections. There's Absolutely. going to be mistakes. There's yeah. going to be misunderstandings because there's people and there's humans in there. Yeah, I was going to say that's the key thing. I think sometimes people forget that we're human. Yeah. You know, like every yeah. single person here is on their own journey with yeah. God. They're in their own stages of life. Some people, some stages are going to look a lot different than the one that you are in. But it's like, you're not the only person there. You're not the only human there. Everyone else is human in different stages in life. And some people react differently than the other. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's also a form of spiritual hypocrisy. Mm. And I don't want to be... Uh, like I say that with a lot of humility and I say that with a lot of love and care because this first has confronted me. But when you say I don't go to a church because of A, B or C or I don't go there because people are hypocrites. I, what you're saying is that you don't have hypocrisy as well. What you're saying is that you don't have weaknesses as well. What you're saying is that you don't have difficulties as well. Yeah. What you're saying is that you're not in the middle of your sanctification like everybody else is. Yeah, exactly. Because honestly, until we die, we're all going to be a work in progress, no matter what. We're always going to be slowly and slowly being molded into the image of Jesus. And we need the local church. There's so much things that I have learned throughout the years being connected to the local church. For example, the development of your character. What's a better way than developing your character than being around people? Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> being around people that annoy you, pe being around people that don't see eye to eye with you, mm -hmm. being around people that you see uh, is getting on your nerves on an intentional way. Mm -hmm. What better way to learn about love, grace? What better way to learn about self-control than in community? Exactly. And so I feel like... You're not going to learn that when you're alone yeah. you're not gonna learn you're not gonna learn how to be patient you're not gonna learn how to give grace if everything is totally fine yeah always I'm, fine you're always gonna run away from the real issue yeah i mean even the author of hebrews he says don't neglect the gathering of the saints and i'm probably paraphrasing that in my own language but he says that don't neglect the gathering mm -hmm. come together and uh so then there's another thing as well i mean we can go into so many factors but there's that thing Oh, but the New Testament church, they never gathered into a building. That's why I don't go to a church. Or they only go into the homes. Yeah, or some people said like it was like a constitutional thing that was created. Like church was created by a man, yeah. by this, you know, I, th I think it was like Constantine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, they didn't gather inside buildings. But also, you even see Jesus, he goes and he teaches in the synagogues. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I've never seen once people, Jesus telling the New Testament believers to stop going to synagogues. Yeah. And the other things too, is that if you read in the book of James, he's saying that he's writing to believers that gather in a synagogue. Mm -hmm. We don't see James saying, stop going to the synagogue. Yeah. No, we see Jewish Christians gathering in a synagogue and living this new way of life. Okay, theologian. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's very uh it's a it's an excuse. I feel like it's an excuse mm -hmm. and it's bad theology. We have so much bad theology now. You know why? Yeah. Because people go on YouTube and hear the first person that they search up. Yeah. Honestly. Mm -hmm. People are being pastored by YouTubers. Yeah. And the problem with so much access that we have today is that social media gives a platform to people that shouldn't have a platform. Aye, aye, aye. 
So, True. so in the first theology course, you want to debate theology, mm-hmm. right? In the first course that you take, you think that you can disciple people. Mm-hmm. But have you really lived what you're saying? Oh, yeah, that's right? true. Right? Because the greatest challenge is not learning theology. It's living the theology that you learn. Exactly. And, and so, how you're going to live that. And how you're going to live that. Exactly. And so we have to be very careful. Who's guiding us? What are we listening to? What mm-hmm. is the motivation of that person? Mm-hmm. Right? And you have to see the context that you live in. Yeah. Um. I have received so much blessing through the local church. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that church is your God. No, no, the church is not God. God is God apart from the church. Mm-hmm. But we're so important as a body that he is the head of that body. Mm-hmm. Right? Jesus, Jesus is going to come to marry a bride, his church, collectively as a body. Mm-hmm. And so when you're, I feel like when you're, and I mean, there's two, there's a two-sided coin to this because there's people that have real hurts, real pain. Mm-hmm. They've experienced real manipulation when it comes to being the church. I'm not saying the church has never been perfect and it never will be perfect mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. But what I want to say is that we need the church regardless. You need a church that's biblical. You need a church that's loving. You need a church that's caring. You need a church that has vision. Mm-hmm. You need a church that's based on biblical values but ultimately know that as long as you're in it, mm-hmm. it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. And also, too, like, if you have been hurt by a church or you have been hurt by the people of the church or a pastor or been manipulated or in like a manipulative setting and stuff like that or abusive setting, like, know that not all churches are like that. The same way we see in every religion, you're going to see some that are more extremist than others. You're going to see some that are are different than others. You know, the different. Sorry, y'all. That is my. That's okay. <laughs> my insulin. <laughs> um, and a lot of them are different. So it's just being open to the fact that, you know, that church didn't work. Okay. And I've been hurt by the church. Okay, God, heal me from that. Help me, you know, move past this. Help me find healing. Help me find growth from that so that the next place that I go to, I I know exactly what I want. Yeah. From a pastor, I want a pastor that's caring. I want a pastor that listens to me, that guides me. I want, um, you know, just lay it out in front of God yeah. and know that there's other churches, there are other pastors out there that are the right fit for you yeah. we're not saying to give up in church in general because you got hurt yeah because as nathan has been saying like it's so very important for you to be in a community super important yeah uh, the other thing that i would encourage as well is don't leave the church um at the first problem that you encounter mm-hmm. um maturity and growth comes through dealing with problems yeah of course there are some things that are that you cannot reconcile depending mm-hmm. on the level of uh hurt depending on the level of offense depending mm-hmm. on what happened right i mean there's things that are just co- that are disastrous for a church right mm-hmm. i mean pastors falling into adultery mm-hmm. people not trusting him anymore the pastor losing credibility yeah. right i mean as long as your pa- if your pastor is morally um living in an unmoral way then that's grounds to leave a church because how are you being guided by that person? Yeah. Especially if he doesn't um, 
especially if he doesn't repent of what he's doing mm-hmm. or if he just justifies it or whatever doesn't step away yeah. i mean there's so many factors that go with this and we don't want to just give like a one a blanket answer yeah. you know what i mean like a one size fits all because that's not true but dealing with your problems like i said before it leads to development it leads to growth yeah. and so don't leave at the first problem that you get because we also have these other types of people that go from church to church to church to church because in the first problem they leave yeah it's like oh i wasn't received well not coming here or oh um i don't agree with that vision leave because of one thing or oh i didn't see oh i didn't agree to this certain thing okay i'm gonna leave and i'm gonna go to another church so it's like it's very important to like how nathan said I feel like we constantly have to be in communication yeah. with the pastor. I feel like so many people are afraid. I don't know where, why and where this fear comes from, but they have this fear of speaking to the pastor and explaining what, you know, what they're feeling, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, you know, like if that's you, this is, this is your sign to go and speak to your pastor of what's bothering you. Yeah. You know, find your leader, find someone and say, you know what? I've, this has been bothering for a while now. I want to know why this is the way that it is or why did you say it like that or why it has to be done like this? Because at the end of the day, there's certain things that we're not going to understand Yeah. until the pastor points it out because if God gave the pastor a vision, he's going to follow through it and we might not understand the vision and that's where our communication st- stands into it. You know, I don't know how many countless times even in, uh, when we were in Dallas, you know, I spoke to uh, Pastor Derek, Pastor Jen, who were our pastors there, Hope City, Dallas, which is now One Hope. And there are certain things that I say, like, well, like, why is it that you guys have this going on? And then, oh, because this, 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 and this. I'm like, okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. So I think just communicate. Yeah. Don't be afraid. You know, take that step. Or if you're afraid to go alone, go with a friend, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Try to find ways around where you can communicate and get answer from the source, not yeah. from the people. Yeah, exactly. I've heard it said like this. You can't see you love God and neglect the things that he loves. Mm. You know, you can't love God and neglect the church. Yeah. And neglect the local church. Yeah. I am a person that I adamantly, adamantly believe in the local church. Yeah. So. Point period point period point period i believe in the local church and i encourage everyone that's listening to this get plugged in serve Mm -hmm. get with people that love jesus get with the community you know if it's a language barrier get to a church that you understand Mm -hmm. get to a church that you're on to their vision yeah right before you commit to something what is what is the vision of that church yeah every church has a different culture every church has a different vision Mm -hmm. so if you're if you're not yet attending a local church, maybe do some research around your area and visit a couple places, right? Yeah. And I believe that God's going to give you the sermon. God's going to give you that that confirmation when it's the place, you know, when you just feel right. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's definitely the first thing that we don't describe through is an unhealthy independence because there's a healthy part and there's a very unhealthy part. Yeah. You need people. Yeah. You need people. As you can see, Nathan, I very strongly believe in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but another thing that I am still learning, but I'm very, like, I do not subscribe to is 
there's well it it's compromising biblical values yeah and one thing that i see being thrown around a lot is oh it's the modern day christianity yeah it's like no like modern day christian it's not modern day christian i'm sorry i really don't like that word mm-hmm. when i hear mo- it really bothers me because i feel like there's a lot of things that are being compromised biblically yeah to fulfill our flesh to fulfill what i want yeah it's not a need it's what i want you know why can i not do this like i want to do this and oh you know what it's modern day christianity you know like we just need to god has you know jesus has grace for us and i'm going to do what i want like that's a modern day christian modern that's one of their things is is this grace that i'm going to live in sin daily yeah hyper grace hyper yes I was because I was gonna. I just thought of what like another pastor said. It's like grace is hyper grace. Yeah. But some people they what's that word? I would they say a min- false a false understanding of grace. Yeah. Or a distorted teaching of grace. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. This can get into a very very long topic, but yeah. we see so much compromise today. We do. We see people trying to compromise a sinful. I mean, trying to make a sinful lifestyle okay. Yeah, we li- we live in a time of, uh, we well it's postmodernism now, right? So we're seeing a uh, this notion that there is no absolute truth, mm. where there isn't any truth that's valid at every single moment of time, mm. and if you're a Christian, there are absolute truths in the Word of God. Absolutely, there are things that are sins sin in every circumstance in every situation Mm -hmm. there's an absolute truth that god created the world Mm -hmm. and god created the world and it's period Mm -hmm. that's an absolute truth so our society is trying to take away all of our belief in absolute truth so that's something but let's talk about the compromising of biblical values we're getting to a place where we're like the cancel culture for example Nowadays, you can't have a, an opinion, opinion that's different than the status quo, that's different than the popular opinion. Mm-hmm. For example, people can have an opinion that homosexuality is okay. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you have an opinion that's against that, they call you a homophobic. Yeah. They call it homophobia, they say? Yeah, you're homophobic. Yeah, Yeah, you're homophobic. No, I just have a different opinion as you. Yeah. I'm not against the person. I'm against the action i'm against the, the sin the sin i'm against the lifestyle like i have i have a cousin who's gay i do and he knows that me and my family were christian that we don't we don't believe in his lifestyle but we still respect him we still love him we yeah. still laugh with him we still yeah. go out with him like just because he li- he he's living in that type of lifestyle doesn't mean that we can't love on him that we can't respect him so like i feel like it turns into homophobia when you full-on discriminate discriminate disrespect like purposely wanting to put them down because you don't agree no yeah like that's not it you know like i've already told many people that i don't believe in homosexuality and it became this huge thing but love is love and i said i'm sorry i don't believe in that yeah. I believe in a love 
that is biblical between a man and a wife. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe in. Yeah. And it's okay if you think differently. I'm not here to ar- like argue. And and another thing as well as Nathan and I, especially me, because I'm a female, I got a lot of backlash when we went to the pro-life march in Washington. Mm-hmm. When I said I'm pro-life, I'm not pro-choice. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of people message me being yeah. like, how can you be against women? This is so disappointing. I'm like, I'm not against women. I'm against the killings of so many unborn babies. Yeah, That's what I'm against. Yeah, And it's it's very sticky topic. And I don't want to go too much into it because that yeah. would be like a whole two-hour conversation. Yeah. Yeah, but c- just explaining like, I we can't have now today, like if you have a different opinion, you're canceled. Yeah, exactly. And there's a thing about Christians wanting to be politically correct. Mm-hmm. like if you're a christian and all your value like you don't want to offend anyone by your side then you're probably not a christian mm. why do i say that not that you're intentionally offending them but people will be offended in what you believe even though you're not trying to force that belief upon that person yeah if the you get what i'm saying they know you're christian they're gonna know yeah, that there, you're not for certain things right there's some people that just simply don't like you because of the way you see life mm-hmm or because you stand for what the Bible says. Yeah. We cannot compromise on what the Bible says. Sin is sin. That's it. Right? Homosexuality is a sin. Abortion but is a sin. Abortion is a sin. Jealousy is a sin. Rage is a sin. Mm-hmm. There are still desires of the flesh that are all still sin. Yeah. Right? But I like what what you said. You have that cousin. I have an aunt too that's gay. But you know, yeah, but that doesn't mean that we can't sit down together. That doesn't mean we can't have a healthy conversation about sexuality. That doesn't mean that I can't speak about my views in a mature way. Right. And so we have to be careful as well uh, as Christians on thinking that we have to convince people. We don't convince anyone. The Holy Spirit does that. But when it comes to a point and someone asks you, what do you believe in terms of this? You have to be wise in the way that you communicate, but you have to be firm. I believe in this. This is the way that I see it. Mm -hmm. So if someone comes up to you and you're a Christian and they ask you, do you believe that homosexuality is okay? You have to give the response that the Bible gives, which is no. Because if you said yes, you just compromised. If you try to beat around the bush, you just compromised. If you try to... Uh, twist your theology you just did you just compromised compromised. and so there's some things that are just black and white yeah it is what it is and so that's something that we have to guard ourselves against is compromising our values we also have to be careful of doing that in our own lives Mm -hmm. compromising our values in the way that we treat people Mm -hmm. in the way that we manage our finances Mm -hmm. in our marriages Mm -hmm. in our um relationships and our friendships the way that we dress i feel like uh, especially today you know like it's very hard to and 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 it's i don't correct me if i'm wrong babe you know i'm not saying this in a religious aspect whatsoever i'm not but you know a jew when you see a jew you know a muslim when you see a muslim because of how they dress and yeah. the way that they the way that they are i feel like it shouldn't be different when someone says oh this person's different because of the way that they're dressing i mm-hmm. feel like it's very it's like we stand out in a different way than a lot of people do 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're we are compromising a lot in mod- modesty, mm-hmm. especially in the church, even outside of church, because it's it's a very hard topic and it's a long topic too. And I mm-hmm. might, you know, who knows, speak about it one day by myself. You know, we're planning on doing, you know, a girl's little talk and then like a guy's talk somewhere where it's just Nathan speaking, a girl speaking, me. Um, but one thing that I do want to talk, touch topic on is the way that we dress and the way that we act. Mm -hmm. And it's very important for us to be seen differently. Like I had, I've had this. And for me, it's one of the best compliments is someone came up to me and they're like, you're just different. And like, what are you like? Are you a Christian or something? And I'm like, to me, that's like the best compliment because I'm like, I don't conform to what society Mm-hmm. wants everyone to look like everyone yeah. to act like everyone to speak like yeah. i don't do that so they know that i'm different because of that yeah so i feel like you know we're i you know a good way to uh decide if you're dressing modestly or not is put on your i feel like you put on your clothes you stand in front of the mirror and you pray to the lord and say is this honoring you mm-hmm why am i dressing this way you know it does this honor you lord mm-hmm. when i leave this door are you being honored yeah because the bible says and paul says in first timothy that women need to dress with modesty mm-hmm. i was going to say that something with the t yeah with modesty and yeah. so um are we attracting attention to us right what is the objective mm-hmm. of the shirt mm-hmm. what is objective of the pants um is the objective to show like yeah your I whole sh- stomach and your yeah. her boobs yeah. or it's to show your butt to see how well it's shaped yeah, you've been hitting the gym yeah your biceps yeah. are you wearing super tight things to the point that it's like you know a button a button's about to burst <laughs> on your shirt <laughs> or in your jeans like just to show that you're jacked or just to show that you're getting big mm-hmm. why are you wearing the things that you're wearing exactly. right um you know that's a whole other conversation it though is, that's but it's, so I, much it's factors something into that, that i really wanted to touch topic on because yeah. it's something that it's hard to tell the difference between who's a christian who's not and i you can think differently a lot of people think differently when it comes to modesty yeah but that's something that i'm very for yeah is dressing modestly being modest especially in a church yeah and i, I feel like we need more firm christians in society and government Mm-hmm. Honestly, we're living in a time that wishy-washy Christians are uh, are a true obstacle. Absolutely. One day they're twerking up a storm, posting up videos at the club and stuff like that, and to bring balance to their life, they go to church on Sunday. Yeah. And it's that's not that's not the life. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's that thing. Jesus wants all of you, right? He doesn't want the Sunday version of you. He wants the Monday to Tuesday up mm-hmm. until Saturday. Every he wants the day. whole week. Yeah honestly and i feel like it's the lord wants us to get to such a place where nothing else matters but him mm-hmm. and so when you get to that place i feel like that's when he has that's why he says you love the lord your god with all your heart with all your mind with all your strength with all your understanding with everything that you have love mm-hmm. the lord mm-hmm. what is that it's a life fully devoted to him yeah so when your life is fully devoted to him your clothes are devoted to him your language is devoted to him mm-hmm the way you act is devoted the, to him yeah your your behaviors mm-hmm. your attitudes the way that you relate to people mm-hmm. 
who's guiding your life what are you listening to yeah all of that is being filtered through christ yeah not just like uh oh you know i love god okay you love god but where are the fruits of it yeah jesus even says if you love me you'll keep my commandments Mm -hmm. he says it plain and simple so if you don't keep the commandments of the lord if you don't keep his word then you don't love him then you don't love him Right. That that does not mean you're going to be perfect. That does not mean you're going to have everything all together all the time. Mm -hmm. But the Lord knows a heart that truly wants to please him. Mm -hmm. The Lord knows when a person truly wants to live holy. Mm -hmm. The Lord knows a person's heart when he truly wants to give himself. And he knows when someone is faking it. Mm -hmm. The Lord sees the heart. You may fake your parents. You may fake your friends, you may fake your pastors, you may fake your leaders, but the Lord you'll never fake. Nope. You'll never do it. Mm-hmm. Like you, see right you. You, you he sees, he sees, um, he sees right through you. And he he's the Lord. We need we, he's a savior, but he's also the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? He saves you, but he also sanctifies you. Yeah. He saves you, but he also wants to preserve uh preserve you in holiness. And mm-hmm. so we really need to um Stand for what we believe in. Stand mm-hmm. for holiness. Stand for integrity. Mm-hmm. Stand for character. Mm-hmm. Stand for wholeness. Yeah. Stand for uh, sexual purity. Mm-hmm. We need to be Christians that stand up for those things. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we're getting to a point. We are in a point, actually. Yeah. Where everything is against what we believe. Yeah. Everything yeah. is against it. Right, you. I mean, you even have Christians that are just living with their boyfriends and their girlfriends, mm-hmm. doing like a tryout. Right, you have, but you know, and I don't say that like in a judging way. Yeah, I don't I say that, that like that. Very but very disappointing in a way to see. Yes, like sad. Yes, and I pray. I I I honestly pray for those people. I pray yeah. that they would repent. I pray that God would open up their eyes. Yeah. But you just see so much compromise with people that have had true experiences with the lord Mm -hmm. and honestly a a life of compromise will never lead to a life of wholeness yeah and wholeness wholeness is only found in christ so um we need to stand for what we believe in yeah we need to be firm in that we need to be firm and one pastor that i've been really admiring lately is pastor landon scott yeah he is a firecracker man yeah he is like he gets it down dirty like he will say it the way it is and he will not he's like i'm not compromising that's something that he says all the time i'm not going to compromise yeah so i really like in in that even it it confronted me because i'm like what am i saying you know how am i acting how am i where am i compromising yeah you know what is it that i need to go back and say you know what I'm going to start acting this way from now on. I'm going to be start. I'm going to say these things. I'm not going to compromise God's truth, God's word, because if I do love him, I won't compromise. Yeah. If you, if you read the gospels, you're going to see how Jesus, he, he says a lot of uncomfortable things. Mm -hmm. Jesus was a man full of grace and full of truth as well. Mm -hmm. Right. He had the perfect balance and we have to find that balance as well between grace and truth. Because you have some people that uh, only say truth with no grace. Mm -hmm. And then you have people that only have grace and no truth in it. So that's that's one thing that we have to know is that um, 
you'll never have to compromise truth in the name of love. Love itself is not compromising. (laughs) Right? Like you love that person so much that you won't compromise. And so uh, we have to be very careful. You know, we even have these situations where, you know, saddens my heart. There are people that really bring shame to the name of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, people that go to church, people that stand in the corners, raising up signs saying, you know, homosexuals are going to go to hell and, and just so destructive, Mm -hmm. so much hate in their words. And that's just not the gospel. No, that's not the gospel. And so I understand the other side as well. Why there will be so much, you know, people that live, I'm not, I'm not only targeting homo, not targeting, but I'm I'm not only speaking to people of that orientation. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking to people that are just of the world, Mm -hmm. right? They have a bad perception of the church because of the way that people have represented Christ, Mm -hmm. which is not according to the Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. The, well, right? they haven't represented. No, Christ, they right? haven't either. They yeah, haven't they represented haven't. Christ. Yeah, yeah. But, but honestly, it's um. Yeah. I encourage you, even if you're a Christian and your family does not believe in the Lord, don't compromise. No. But do it with grace. Do it with a spirit of humility. Mm-hmm. Do it with a spirit of meekness, and know that the Lord is going to honor you. Yeah. He's going to honor you. Pray about it too, because yeah. it's we're also when we when we don't compromise know that our war isn't against flesh and blood yeah it's it's, you know principalities and and it's and the devil what he wants is he wants us to compromise he wants us he what he wants us to give in the devil what the devil wants is that he wants us to compromise he wants us to not be different he he wants us to be as invisible as the people of the world are yeah because think about it. Like, if I'm at the mall, I don't know who's Christian or not whatsoever. Everyone dresses the same. Yeah. But wh- what I do know is I do know when someone's talking, the way that they speak. Yeah. I know if they're if they in, in some sort of religion or not. Yeah. Or if I know that they follow Jesus yeah. just by the way that they speak. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like what the devil wants is he wants to camouflage you. He wants... Yeah. you to be invisible so a chame- that you chame- is a chameleon a chameleon, yeah, a chameleon. Christian? he wants a chameleon christian yeah. where you you fit in everywhere yeah guys don't be a chameleon christian yeah. dude yeah don't do it yeah but also don't avoid sinful people mm-hmm. right get be it. the difference be the difference be the the light of love and grace yeah. with people oh, right yeah. shine the light in dark places mm-hmm. like if if you have a friend that came out just keep on being their friend keep on on showing keep on showing a different uh a different side right keep on being a friend in high school i was different when everyone found out that i never had sex i was a virgin everyone was like what the heck are you serious yeah and for and all of a sudden and it was just crazy I, i saw god's hand in it because in a place where a lot of the girls were shaming me like mm-hmm. wow that's so weird you're such a prude or whatever a prune i don't know yeah the guys treated me as if i was like a baby like the guys did not let no just anybody talk to me or if someone liked me they would chase them away because they they saw that i was different yeah. and i saw god's hand in that so like i saw that they're like no julie's different julie is julie's not like any other girl yeah so i be that person be where your friends or your family would say no don't 
like this person's different like she's different or he's different yeah like we're not gonna no they're different yeah yeah be that person yeah yeah be that person be wise about it be led by the holy spirit Mm -hmm. cultivate a relationship with the holy spirit yeah and don't compromise stand up for what you believe yeah Yeah. we're cheering for you yeah we are we are and honestly we're in this battle as well Mm -hmm. we're in this battle as well but we have to be firm we have to be firm in the Lord, as yeah. the Word of God says. Be firm in Him. We shall walk, not you, we <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we shall run in nothing. <laughs> yeah, so number one, don't be independent in an unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. And number two, don't compromise your biblical values. All right. Yeah. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thank yeah. you for being here. Uh, we promise that we're going to try to do much better on giving you guys content every single week yeah sorry guys we've just been a roller coaster you guys have no idea but we're gonna try to be more on top we will we will we love you guys thank you for all the support if you can share those podcasts share your thoughts with us as well yeah if you don't agree with what we say share it yeah if you do share it if you have another perspective share it we'd love to hear from you guys love it